0: promised us even the day to understand your word to share the things that you want us to share these are important things father we're not just sitting here coming to church out of a ritual and a routine but we are actively involved in your kingdom business and we thank you lord that your kingdom business is being done every day we bind the evil report of men that says that god is dead that says that christians don't count that says that holiness is old-fashioned righteousness is gone out of style And, Father, we thank you that holiness is always fashionable, praise is comely for the upright at heart. And we thank you, Father, for elevating your people in the earth to the position you've called us to. In Jesus' name, amen, and praise God. Amen, amen, amen. So um, I figured today I switched places with Pastor Shirley because... Uh, We usually, I don't know why, but, you know, we just have been doing it, have her minister on Saturday. But I was really thinking about some things this week having to do with where we are uh, in our prayer, in praying for uh, world situations. Um, I, I think that people are so accustomed to prayer being meaningless, like it doesn't have anything to do with what goes on around us. Uh, We think of prayer as something you just do and you hope something happens and you're always praying for your little world and nothing else. But as watchmen, we are assigned to pray for the things that God wants to see change. You know, God cares about everything that goes on in this world and he means to do something about it. And so we've always been accustomed in this ministry to tracking The success of our prayers or the fruitfulness of our prayers by current events that happen and uh, nowadays you know you got to be careful because there's fake news out there you know there's an element of news that's totally made up uh, and it's made up because people uh, see an opportunity to promote an agenda or propagandize in certain ways and so you have to even be discerning used to be when we would pray about something it was always printed in the newspapers now many newspapers are going out of print and i can see why because they're really not doing a good service to people you know that uh in our media prayer we break the power of the fourth estate fourth and fifth estates and so I'm going to reiterate what that's about because many times we we don't want to believe that people would call themselves news people and then make stuff up or, or have an agenda, but that is typical of the uh, uh, fourth estate. Uh, it's a phrase that was coined during the 18th century. Uh, uh, in Europe, there were... were uh, um, the power structure let me put it to you that way the power structure that ruled the earth in europe was divided into what we are called estates. states and if you look in the bible it talks about satan having lost his first estate so an estate is really a spiritual level of power so we have principalities powers rulers of darkness We have uh, um, uh, dominions and thrones, and we also have estates. The first estate was always the monarchy. Whoever was king or queen in that country, that was the first estate. It was the highest level of political power or power on the earth. The second estate was the nobility, and those were the people, the ruling classes, like uh, uh, the king king of, of England, because she is a monarch, she holds a position in the first estate, but also because their nobility, they are lords and, and, and barons and princes of d- different areas, they wield power too because of the amount of land and property that they hold. So the no- And because it is passed down from generation to generation. So that is the second estate anybody want to guess what the third estate was or is Is the clergy man that is a power that rules not just in the spiritual realm but but the clergy or the uh, uh religious or godly people have a position that's uh given in the heavenlies now because jesus is King of Kings and Lord of all Lords, we have authority over all. You got me, but in a natural sense, it was granted to the clergy was the third estate. and uh, I think these these terms were coined. I can't think of a person they're coined it Shannon. if you look that up on Google, you can just find who uh, it was one of the philosophers, eighteenth century philosophers, and he was talking about the different levels of authority. He said, And the last one has more power than they all do and that was the fourth estate it was the people who ran the press who were the news people who reported everything and he saw that as a potential power that would rule over them all and we're seeing that happen now in this nation there are many people who said well you know if this were a democrat they'd get a free pass on it and and people say well i thought the press was working For the Democrats, I see they're working for themselves. They always have been. And so, who was that? Edmund Burke. Burke. I I knew it was Edmund somebody. I want to say Hillary, but he was the mountain climber. But anyway, Edmund Burke. uh, He was an English philosopher, Scottish, one of the two. uh, And uh, uh, he coined that phrase, the fourth estate. Now, there is a fifth estate. You know which one that is? It's your WikiLeaks people. It's the media counter media to the media. So it's and it's the people who are now running the websites where they have all of the information. They have political information. They have financial information. So it's the subgroup. So we would say the fourth estate is typically uh, the T V news media and the news wire service. You're Associated Press, Reuters, uh, CNN, NBC, ABC, New York Times, uh, Washington Post, Huffington Post, all of those traditional print media and TV media people. So now there has arisen even a fifth estate that's going to try and gobble up the fourth with information that everybody can have. Everybody wants to be in charge of influence Information is influence. And when people get influence, it's amazing to see what they do with it. And so instead of being faithful and being true to just print facts, validate facts before they're printed, uh, people now are accustomed to saying, well, we can't validate this source, but we're going to tell you this anyway. And so there's a lack of integrity that we see now. Why is this happening? It's because the devil is fighting in the open now. Usually he fights in a subtle way. He can hide behind labels. He can hide behind institutions. He can hide behind uh, philosophies and all of those things. But he's pretty much fighting in the open now. He has been stripped of all of his facades and all of his pretenses. So this is why you see people who are anti-things up in the ante and becoming more violent uh, uh, spouting off more um, uh, things are are kind of coming out in the open where people feel that they don't have to be ashamed of anything anymore. Usually, traditional things that people were ashamed to admit about themselves, they are admitting it openly, even bragging about it, uh, because the enemy doesn't. He he's been unmasked. You know, he's been stripped of his. Uh, uh, operating in darkness but his deceptive powers are still at work that's what the devil does he deceives people into thinking that what they're doing is really good like for instance in a lot of this stuff um, women's movement things all of these movement things um, they start out having a good intent like for instance i grew up during the 60s in the civil rights movement and and don't be putting me in a category with all them old people you see on them old fossils <laughs> old congressmen they bring them out and dust them <laughs> off and put them in the i ain't old as jesse jackson either he's much older than i am so he put me in his category Maxine Waters, anti Maxine, and all these people—I you know, don't even roll with them. I was a baby when they were. Well, whatever. Anywho, we bring this back into now, but and, and this is how—and this is how these things happen. This is how deception happens. For instance, in, during the '60s, the Civil Rights Movement. Anybody can get a hold of those old films where you see in the south they had jim crow laws colored here and it was always something broken down and dilapidated whites only that was their way in the south of saying we didn't lose the civil war so they would enact laws local laws that kept segregation going we see a lot of abuse of people of color all these jim crow laws and so forth and and so god raised up martin luther king jr to you know he he said he was just going to a meeting uh um uh you know for a community group that was speaking out against these things and nobody wanted to be in charge so they voted him in charge you know which he thought was just kind of strange he said oh okay you know and it just went off from there sometimes it's the way god calls people folks he don't have to just call you out in the audible voice in a burning bush and, you know, even though that was a little strange at the time. But this is the call of God. You know, you're just doing normal human things and then pretty soon God has you in a position where he can use you. And Martin Luther King, Jr. was a man of prayer. He took God seriously. And so that's all God's looking for. who's going to do what he tell him to do. You got me? They don't have to be religious; they don't have to be churchgoer they, they just have to be obedient <laughs> to the holy voice, and so that's how the civil rights movement really and it began to gain momentum as people began to pray and began to see what God was doing. Rosa Parks, you know they call her the mother of the civil rights movement. she said she wasn't trying to be the mother of nothing; she was just tired. She said i was tired i worked all day and i decided i'd sit down on the bus that was the only empty seat she sat down she didn't mean to start a movement she said she just was tired and so god will use things like this the ordinary everyday things people who are trying to start a movement will seldom get used by god i'm gonna say it again if you're trying to start a movement you will seldom be used by god he don't need you to start he's already got stuff going on he don't need you to get nothing going on by him and so it really from the civil rights movement then we see all the people who look at that and say well if they can get that i want to get a piece of the pie and so from that we see the women's movement now it's the gay activist movement and next year it'll be another movement you got me somebody's always trying to ride on the coattails of the move of god now let me tell you a real move of god a real move of god will in the end be successful in the end it will accomplish god's purposes in the end it will glorify god and so You can see, I believe, I think anybody who's halfway looking, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, we haven't, it's gotten better, but we haven't done what we want. Will you get up and do some more then? Because God's done all he's going to do to get you equal. You were always equal. You just didn't know you were equal. And because there were man-made laws standing in your way, it shows you how long a man-made law will stand if God don't like it going to say it again it shows you how long a man-made law will stand if god does not approve of it he'll take it down so what do we have in the 60s we'd had several civil rights laws enacted by people who didn't want to do them if you think lyndon johnson liked black people i got news for you we'll say it again god made him do it no matter who he liked and what he didn't like, people thought when Kennedy was assassinated because he was from Massachusetts and from the North, that was the end of the civil rights movement. But really, uh, Dwight Eisenhower did more than Kennedy did. He was president before he was. who you think sent them uh, national guard troops to them schools to let black people get in there? Hello god will do what he wants he don't care what what label is in front of your you can have a r or a d or a zero in front of your name if you if you will let god use you he'll use you if he gets if you get chosen to be used by god he'll use you so let's not get hung up in labels folks you need to look and see what god's really doing here and then you'll be able to appreciate what God's doing and how he's doing, he'll use anybody he wants to use, anytime he wants to use them. He just needs somebody who will obey him. And so during the uh, at, right after the civil rights movement, we see the women's movement. And so now the women want to protest all their things, and they find abortion as their main cause. I'm going to say it again. The feminist movement, abortion, is the main cause. Abortion on demand became their main cause, and it is still their main cause. That's why they walk around with vagina hats on their heads and talking about periods and stuff on mainstream television and all this degrading foul if that's the women's movement just put me in with the men or the boys or somebody else because god's given me as a woman more dignity than that i don't have to you don't have to degrade yourself in order to feel human if that's what you're doing then you're going the the wrong direction with that then right after that it's the gay rights movement and what happens is people for political reasons begin to champion these causes because they look and they say well here we got a block of votes from this group of people we got a block of votes from that so some people just collect blocks of votes so that they can stay in power that's why you see people promoting all these outlandish ideologies because it's a power base for them but god god doesn't care about your blocks of power he doesn't care who's endorsing you he don't care who behind you he wants his agenda done and he wants it done all the time and so god is moving in this present darkness in order to bring light to bring understanding to bring freedom to people he wants people free and he wants them free to know him and to serve him One thing we forget is people were created by God. We belong to God. We don't belong to each other. We don't belong to a group or denomination or a political party. We belong to God. And so as long as we recognize who we belong to and we can, can do things that will help God with his agenda to bring humanity back to him, to love him, to worship him, that's the only thing that completes a human being. You can have all the political power you want. You can have all the money you want. You can have all the everything that you want, and but you still will never be complete until you know god he is the completer of all humanity when we say god sometimes people think about a church or a building Uh, uh-uh. i'm talking about somebody you know knows you lives in you loves you talks to you is for you no matter what you do will never leave you forsake you has a good plan for your life better than you ever thought you could do on your own you get sick of what you're doing, and there's always God. That's why I tell people he is always there for us as people. So <clears throat> what I thought I'd talk to you about today is the this present uh, darkness and this present warfare and what God's doing right now, uh, the things that he has assigned his people to do. People say, well, how do you know all that? Because I live for God you whoever you live for you know everything you can about them huh amen some of y'all been married trying to get married and all that if you ain't ready to be living for somebody you don't want to be married that one was free yeah that wasn't even i don't even have look i don't do i had that written down anywhere free if i have to say some more now we're gonna take up a second offering okay all right like we said Satan is fighting out in the open was that did that give you get are you clear on what where we're at as far as our our fight our wrestle is never against flesh and blood I could care what skin pe got the devil's using to speak or to carry out his orders I care less I'm trying to get the devil behind the flesh Got me. Because if you keep chasing flesh and blood around, you go around on the biggest wild goose chase of your life. So when we talk about our victory, we're not fighting people. We're not against anybody. But we are against the devil and his agenda. Okay? So the fact that the devil is fighting in the open has happened because the level of glory is increasing in the church. I don't care how many crazy people they have selling herbs and diets on television, calling themselves Christians, and they got to diet out the Bible and all that kind of stuff. Uh, God is, is the glory is increasing in the church. So the people who are really seeking God are being rewarded with more of his understanding, his knowledge, his power. Revelation is increasing. Uh, The things that God wants to give to the people in the earth is increasing. People are increasing in the knowledge of God. Uh, Everyday people, uh, because they know how to contact God, are finding uh, ways to relate to God and see God move in their situation. So the glory of the Lord is on the increase in the earth. And, of course, it it is resident within his church, his body. Since the beginning of our watch in this ministry, we have declared the glory of the Lord. That's according to Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 14. So if you want to turn there, I'll be talking. We'll be uh, studying from that um, for much of of this message. So Habakkuk 2.14 says that as surely as I live, saith the Lord, the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of your glory as the waters cover the seas so the knowledge of god and his goodness will not be a puzzle to humanity got me people won't you know see a miracle and not know if it's god or the devil they'll know that it's god you got me they won't you know somebody uh um uh, is speaking to you and gives you a message or tells you something uh you won't be wondering you know, if somebody said, thus saith the Lord, and you jump and say, Oh, well, it's got to be God. You'll be discerning. You know what I'm saying? You'll know if it's God or not. So this knowledge of his glory, his tangible presence, his goodness will be known throughout the whole earth. Very few people, when God shows up with a tangible presence, can't tell if it's God. I mean, people who, like us, who are spirit-filled, we know immediately the presence of God but even the sinner will know the presence of god amen so we have declared the glory of the lord and it is increasing the time it's increased to the time we live in now while the glory increases wickedness is business as usual so the bible says darkness covers the earth this is in isaiah i think it's chapter 60 uh arise shine for your light is come and the glory of the lord is risen upon you let me turn there real quickly so we'll no reason why we shouldn't <clears throat> arise 60 verse 1 arise shine for your light is come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, doesn't it? And gross darkness over the people. All the peoples over the earth are covered in gross darkness. But yet His glory appears on you, and nations will come to your light. So the reason God has His glory increases, because darkness increases. If you, if you went in your, your home, say for instance, your electricity goes out and you manage with a uh, a candle you got to go and find your familiar th- things you know most of us keep it in a place where we know we can find it sometimes you go where's my candle i had who moved my stuff you know that kind of stuff but when you when you light that one little candle wow, you're relieved because the darkness is so thick you can't even see your hand in front of your face But boy, when the light comes on, you're much more relieved. So we have the same effect in the earth. Even though people will fight the light to begin with, eventually they they accommodate themselves to the greater light. And so the light will come and light causes people to pay attention to it sometimes as christians you wonder why you get so much attention from people at your job you never even knew paid attention to you you know i i i, I remember um talking with somebody one time i think his insurance agent that we had and and uh with had some with gone to our office signed some papers and stuff and then later on I was talking to her, and she asked me, she said, well, I well, uh, you know your husband You know works. What is? What do you do? And I told her, as a minister said, oh, I knew there was something different about you. She said, I noticed that. And we didn't even notice her noticing us. You, under- you don't notice being noticed. Because you don't control the light. If you controlled it, you shut it off when you got around your carnal friends. Not throwing no shade. You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes we want to shrink back from we want no trouble. (laughs) But you go get it anyway. That's why God doesn't put us in control of the light.
1: Uh
0: See that's another one was free. Okay, so <clears throat> it's the time that we live in now gross darkness. If you don't think gross darkness is coming to earth, never look at something immoral and degrading and just think it's normal and not have some kind of holy Ghost response to it. when I say holy Ghost response. You know what, Lord, I I bless this person in their ignorance. They think they're doing something important. But, Lord, I just ask you to enlighten that person. Set them free from the devil's bondage. I don't care who it is. It can be somebody you see on a newsreel on television. But pray for that person. Address that darkness in some way so that God has an opportunity to move and to act. Amen? And so when we see these things... We know that God is turning up the power, so just thank Him for in- God. I thank you for increasing the glory. I see how dark people have gotten now. I see how how violent they are. I see how they don't want people with different ideas to even speak up, and I take authority over that for your glory in Jesus' name. Enlighten these people. Help set them free. So in in Habakkuk uh, 2:14, and we this is our our uh, <clears throat> scripture for the ministry in 2. one it starts, I will stand upon my watch and I will notice what the Lord is doing. Amen. Uh, we see even in Habakkuk in the early part of the chapter, it says, uh, <clears throat> gross darkness will f- uh, follow the earth. And I will look to see what God will say to me and what I will answer to him about what he's given me to do. So this is one of the scriptures or books in the Bible that is a mandate for people to be responsible for their lives as Christians while they're here on earth. Everybody in here is going to have to give an account for everything that they do. Christians don't. We act like we don't have anybody to report to most of the time. But we have to give an account. But the watchman even is more accountable. Because God's going to ask us at the end of everything, what did you do with what I gave you? What did you do with the knowledge that I gave you? What do you have to show me for the time that you spent down there? Instead of going to church, nodding off, coming in when you feel like it, halfway doing your prayers. Huh? You understand what I'm talking about? and don't be standing up there you can't lie to god in his presence now you going not have to tell the truth because there won't be no lies left in you you make it to heaven you won't have no lies left in you You understand what i'm saying there won't be none There'll be nothing but truth and apologies <laughs> huh? he says i will look to see what he will say to me and what i will answer to him amen And he said, the Lord replies, write the vision down and make it plain upon tables that he who sees it may run with it. What vision? It's in 2.14. The whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the seas. That's the vision we're praying. That whole prayer manual is geared for that to happen. So write it down in your Bible. This date you finally found out what you've been coming to prayer for always. What vision? That one. Now, huh? Just keep reading. You'll find it all. So we're living in a time. I, I'll put it, to this, put it to you this way. This is a day of vengeance and mercy of God. Amen. God reveals himself to give people a chance to repent. You know his will is not that anybody perish, but everybody come to repentance and the knowledge of the truth. People in darkness live in darkness because they don't know any better. That's all they know. They keep going deeper in the darkness because that's that's where it's leading them. So God wants to have great mercy on people. Remember uh, Jonah, when when God fought him so hard to get him back in his will just so he could go and prophesy to the people of Nineveh. And what happened in Nineveh? Those people repented. They even the dog and the cat didn't eat. Huh? is that what the king said? He said, Oh cut off everybody's food. We're gonna stop all of this nonsense till we hear from God. He said even the cows didn't eat anything, the dogs and the cats didn't eat nothing. Everybody was fasting until Till God removed the judgment from them. They humbled themselves in sackcloth and ashes and waited for God to release them from certain judgment. So these were heathen people that decided they stopped their shenanigans and trust God. And so God is doing the same similar things in the earth now. All these Christians who are sitting up waiting for doom and gloom, they can just, they'll, they'll die and, and, and leave this earth waiting on something like that to happen because God isn't planning anything like that. His last resort is to, he said when he destroyed the earth because man was so sinful, he said, I'm never going to do that by water again. But at one point, everything on this earth will be done away with because this earth itself will be destroyed. And so God is letting people know by the rainbow that there's always a chance for repentance. That rainbow means mercy. It don't mean gay. It means God's mercy. Amen. The devil's always hijacking something, trying to mock it. But every time I see it and gay people have it, I say, God, just remind them of what it really means. Remind them it means your mercy coming into the earth. You can't hijack something from God. He would talk to you so fast it would make you a little, blow your little carnal mind. You'd be sitting up in a corner somewhere nervous and shaking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't boss him around. God is God. Amen. What people think they're doing down here, but God is still God. Amen. Amen? So <clears throat> in Habakkuk 12, if you'll drop down there. He says here, the devil, the enemy is puffed up. In verse 4, why don't we go there? We'll just read the whole thing. His desires are not upright, but the righteous person shall live by his faith. The King James, it says, the just shall live by his faith. Indeed, wine betrays him. Isn't that true about people now? You see people taking all kinds of drugs, drunk and arrogant. He says he is arrogant and never at rest because he is greedy as the grave and like death is never satisfied he gathers to himself all the nations and take captive all the people talking about satan <coughs> will not all of them taunt him with ridicule and scorn saying woe to him who piles up stolen goods and makes himself wealthy by extortion how must must how long must this go on Will not your creditors suddenly arise? Will they not awake and make you tremble? Then you will become their prey. Because you have plundered many nations, the people who are left will plunder you. For you have shed human blood. You have destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Isn't that true about this nation? (laughs) With abortion, we've shed innocent blood. Woe to him who builds his house by unjust gain, sitting high on his nest to escape the clutches of ruin you have plotted the ruin of many people shaming your own house and forfeiting your life the stones will cry out of the wall will cry out and the beams of the woodwork will echo it so these people who are doing evil and and mistreating people and taking advantage of people and think they're getting away with it think they're going to have it like they want to have it forever it's people who think they're running the earth all of that stuff they will will you know the wall will start talking to them won't be the first time the bible says the stones on the wall will start prophesying to them huh god to use whatever he wants to get a message across to people nebuchadnezzar's son thought he was going to take the holy uh the dedicated vessels from the temple of god just because they had captured the nation of israel this was part of their israel's captivity in babylon and they were drunk and having a party and they said, hey guess what what well, guess what we gonna do you know all them gold goblets we took from the temple from the is uh, from the uh hebrew temple let's get them out and drink our wine in it and they made the mistake i guess god was was looking and not saying anything for the longest time until they took his stuff out see when the hebrew people took blood and sprinkled it over everything in the temple they dedicated it to the lord now you do everything you want to do but you mess with something that totally belongs to god they will say something so God didn't say anything to anybody, but they looked up and saw a finger writing on the wall. No hand attached to it. <laughs> so remember when Moses was confronting Pharaoh? And every plague that he did, the Egyptians did it until they got to the one thing and they said, this is what? The finger of God. The same finger sealed up there. Uh uh-oh huh this is something only god can do and so he wrote on the wall and it says never nebuchadnezzar's son it said his his uh knees got weak and they just trembled and locked the whole night and he called guess who he called mommy (laughs) yeah that's what he called called his mommy and his mother looked up there and she said uh uh-oh he said, wait a minute now. He said, now your daddy tried something similar years ago. He said, if I remember, if my memory recollect recollecting right, she said, he grew hair and lived out in the woods for seven years. She said, when he finally snapped back in his right mind, he said, he had seven years. He looked like an animal. Seven years of hair growth. His claws was all grown out long. She said, you know, I think I got to get somebody who knows how to tell us what this is. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, they go, go find Paul Daniel. He down there somewhere trying to hide from everybody. They get Daniel to come in. Daniel said, mm, I'm going to have to ask God. Meany, <laughs> meaning. Mm. So God gave him the interpretation. He said, meany. Twice. <laughs> Twice coming from God with just his finger on oil. That ain't good. And number one, I'm going to tell you, this ain't looking good. Meany and meany. He says, you have been weighed in the balances. And you have been found lacking. In other words, brother, you just a little bit shot right now. I don't know. I don't know how you make up the difference but when you've been weighed in the balances see it's judgment time yeah. and god's judging you and you a little bit light on your glory up here you've been found lacking and so before the night was over uh i forget who was the next one so they, they were the the babylonians were taken over i think the assyrians or somebody came in and killed up everybody in the palace got me but before he died he knew why he died yes, that's right. it was time amen and so when it's time folks it's time when as long as daniel was living in the palace he showed mercy to his father he hears the son wanting to do his own thing and it don't go too long right. you got me because you're responsible to understand what your parents know before god if your parents talk, talk teach you and talk to you you should be wiser and not lacking in wisdom for your life so god's really holding his son responsible for more knowledge than he is for less don't ride on your parents coattails for forever if your parents know god you ought to know him better according to god's The Bible says the glory of the latter house will be greater than that of the former house. If you know things about God because your parents are are wise in the things of God, don't take it for granted. Use it as a building block to build your knowledge for your generation in the things of God. So God will gather his people to himself, but they have to be alert in the spirit and yield to his leading. Be alert to the spirit and yield to the leading of God. He will always take care of his people, but not against your will and not without your cooperation. You're got to cooperate with God in order to get the benefit of it. So um, it says here in verse 17, the violence you have done to Lebanon will overwhelm you and your destruction of animals will terrify you. He says, for you have shed human blood. You have destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Of what value is an idol carved by a craftsman or an image that teaches lies? In other words, your Buddha, your, your uh, Allah, all of that is going to fail. All these man-made gods will be no good for you in the day of God's vengeance. A, a man makes idols that cannot speak woe to him who says to a piece of wood come to life or to a lifeless stone wake up can it give you guidance it is covered with if it's covered with gold and silver and there's no breath in it i don't care what it's made out of it can't help you in the day where you need a god that's alive that's why everybody hates jesus everybody hates his name why because when you call him something happens at least the demons will tremble huh they don't like him because he's alive he can do something as long as they're telling you buddha and in in allah and all this stuff they can keep you confused and keep you under control because he ain't never showing up none of these dead gods can do a thing for these people so the devil's people are in gross darkness and they are grossly deceived this mischief of those who assail us will return upon their own heads amen the fact that people are deceived now people can't even trust their own uh, fake news they can't trust their pollsters to tell them the truth they're still good people are still confounded by the fact that hillary clinton didn't win that election when all the polls said she was going to win so here the devil's lies are confounding his own people now they're confused they don't know which way to go that's why they're tearing everything up what you're seeing is the mischief of those who thought they could hurt god's people return upon their own heads listen god founded this nation well i didn't get an amen huh now if we gotta go back there and go Constitution. We can go Constitution, but we don't have to, we don't have to do all of that. The fact that we are one nation, God put that on the money. Man didn't put that on there. He put his stamp on this country. He put his stamp on Israel. That's why they still here and we still here. Now, you know, people can come over here and they can cooperate and be friends and all that, but he ain't letting no Muslims take this over. Are you kidding me? It won't be nobody left. They get finished killing. Are you kidding? The devil's people get, get wild and get free and start killing up everybody. It won't be a person left. God, is not for murdering innocent people. Are you kidding me? I don't care if y'all Democrats or what you call yourself. You better call yourself Christians. I know that much. Because I don't care who's in power. If they ain't for God, they ain't getting no support from me. But I'll never support baby killers. Got me? Not going to do it. You got abortion in your agenda. You never get my vote. I am a Christian first. I am not black. I might be Asian. (laughs) See, my Asians, they kind of like me these days. Y'all mess up too bad. I'm going full-blown Asian. I'm just working on the chopsticks right now. (laughs) I would use them so good, but... (laughs) I don't care whoever God's using. That's where I am, folks. All this gotta be this and gotta be that. And black power, power to the people. You know, people have more power than they know what to do with most times. And now we're not using half the power we have. Get me caught up with people like that? It's nonsense. I'm sticking with God. <laughs> I don't get involved. I don't get involved in movements. God is not a movement. He's God. <laughs> that upsets some people i could care less right. be loyal to know nothing and most of the time i don't even know what color i am you know ancestry.com why you think them people is, it's white people signing up for that because they don't know what they are and they look white black people look black we don't know everybody's standing up trying to find let me see who i really am (laughs) you better be people and you better be god's people because that's all that's going to be standing at the end (laughs) so the mischief of those who assail the righteous is returning upon their own heads this is a move of righteousness folks there's nothing nothing is out there except what god's doing and what he wants to do for humanity Your booby traps set. this this really is a day of god's stealth movements write that down s-t-e-a-l-t-h god is moving in a way that's defying stereotypes of all kinds it's defying racial stereotypes. It's defining political, defying political stereotypes. He's just moving where he wants to move. But this is the move of a stealth of God. I was uh, speaking to somebody. I was able to, <clears throat> went out to a, a women's conference in California. Another one of those things where I don't know
1: why I'm here.
0: You know, it's, it's always kind of that way with me. Unless I'm in charge, I never know why I'm there. Um, seriously though but I was there and I, there were a couple of there was a woman there about two women who were also prophetesses and they we were talking and God told me to, she, the lady had asked me she said well if you got, got time you know if God's got a word for me I said yeah we'll sit here we'll yaka 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 it up and pray a little bit and so, uh, as, as I was getting ready to prophesy to her, the Lord told me to ask her when she changed her hair color or when she changed her hair. And she looked at me and she said, Oh, I did change. She said, Actually, I've been wearing it. She had a perm, but it was blonde. But, you know, I could tell that wasn't her natural color, you know. No shade. <laughs> mine ain't mine either, you know. But uh, I asked her, I said, when did you change your hair? And she said, she said, oh, yeah, I did change it. She said, it's been about a month ago. And I said, well, that's the stealth move by God. Now, don't ask me what that means, okay? I didn't get it. He didn't give me understanding. And then I realized, I said, I changed mine, too, recently. So these are stealth moves of God. Now, I don't know what your hair color means in the spirit or what you look like in the spirit to anybody. But, you know, whatever it is, I'll take God at his word. Now, when he tells me more, I'll tell you more. If it's a stealth move, is he going to tell us everything about it? <laughs> Y'all looking at me like I just fell out the ceiling or something. uh i said when he tells me more i'll tell you more but these are the days and he told me he said these are the days of the stealth moves of god that's all you need to know he's moving in a way that's unusual uncommon secretive where it will shock and surprise the enemy that's what stealth does it's undetected by radar it doesn't fall in the line of tradition and it, is, it will confound the wisdom of the world. So the stealth move during our last election was that God didn't have anybody but maybe three or four people know the exact outcome of the election before it came. And he did it to bring people to their knees. The wise on the earth are confused and delirious because they don't know which way to turn yet they had plans based on certain people being in power in this that's why they're acting so crazy Hmm? that's why you see 80 year old congress people doing a sit-in and we don't know who got them on the floor we don't know who got them up I'm looking at some of these people I said now she got 10 years on me now she's sitting down on the floor how would she get down there and more important who's gonna come get up all these 80 year old people staging a sit-in you know what I'm saying I'm saying to myself oh God it's getting interesting now but these are the stealth moves of God why is God doing this is he doing it because he likes Republicans better than Democrats He's doing it so that he can reveal himself to people. God always has an agenda in the earth. God is sick of people going in and killing babies. Children are God's inheritance. They don't belong even to the people that they've given to. God has given man the ability to reproduce but not for his own glory. God does it for his purpose in the earth. Are you kidding me? God's fed up with it. The shedding of innocent blood. You know what blood does as a sacrifice in the realm of the spirit? It produces women marching around with vagina caps on their heads. It produces homosexuals who think they run everything in this, this country, and they're only maybe at the most 3 to 6% of the population. You got me? Now they think they're, they're on the throne, and we got to bow to everything that they want to have happen. If you don't give us what we want, we sue you. We take your money from you. We ruin your business. You know how sick God is of that? Never should have gotten to the level where it is now. If God had his way, those people would know him and they would worship him and they would come into their right minds and be people who are dignified and know what they're putting the earth to do. You can't have people who are engaging in same-sex sex in charge of anything. That's the ungodly being in charge of things, folks. Now, nobody hates them. Get this word hate out of your mind. I hate sin because of what it did to me personally. I can tell you it ain't worth doing for the rest of your life. I'm very thankful that God saved me to the point where I have his mind and his heart, and I hate the things that he hates. I hate seeing those people thinking that they're living a life that's going to be productive. It's going to last forever because it won't you got me i hate the sad fact that the devil has people deceived to that level yes. but that comes from satanic power having influence and sway to a large degree in this nation he does it through the witchcraft that comes through shedding innocent blood and the witchcraft that comes through drug culture yes. power. Drugs are running rampant in this earth because there's no way to stop it almost. You got me? So God raises up somebody who wants to stop drug trafficking coming in here. We're always screaming about, oh, when are we, what are we going to do about drugs? And then God raises up somebody who wants to stop it. And now we're against him. You see how crazy people are? You got me? People cannot see beyond what they're taught and what the devil's deception is telling them. Uh-huh. anybody who wants and all donald trump had to do was get in office and they say 60 percent of the illegal border crossing stopped already ain't no wrong all you got to do is speak about the things and mean it it's it's called prophesying folks so we're living in the prophetic age of god and the stealth of god Well, he'll put the words, his words in the mouth of anybody. As long as that person has got enough courage to get up and talk for him, he'll give them words to say. Oh, you think he only lets, only lets uh, church people prophesy. He'll raise up anybody he wants to. Oh, with Donald Trump, he, 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 You ain't done nothing you ain't done, huh He ain't as bad as Moses. Moses murdered somebody, well, we got him, everybody loved Moses. He all over the Bible. God used him a whole lot. Who else you want to talk about David? Woo. David's a fornicator, an adulterer, and murdered that woman's husband. Who else do you want to talk about? Just name them. Name somebody perfect that God used. And I'll cast that lying devil out of you. Uh, you ain't perfect either. <laughs> I don't care who he uses. I want this nonsense to stop. And I've been praying for 30 years for a stop to most of this stuff. And I could care less who God uses. I'm going to pray for him. Pray for him to be successful. As long as they got the head on the devil's neck, I'm praying for him to get, get it done. Let's finally get something done here. See, you mad at him because you ain't got no prayers on the altar. You ain't got no, you ain't got no labor involved in this. Huh? <laughs> well, you can tell the praying Christians from the lying Christians.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I got too much invested in this to sit up and fight what God's doing. I'm going to sit up and watch the show for a change tired of getting stepped on by the devil you know you struggle and do all this warfare to just to keep a church going and a small hand of people together who will pray amen this is not the place to come if you're looking for a husband or a man or a woman or you want to get down to business it's a place to be all the ones looking for a show and all that stuff they're gone Amen. amen came here for a minute and they saw it wasn't going on like that and they kept it moving it's fine with me so look for people the devil's people to get more deceived more depraved more gross darkness you got me because they they the longer they hold on to their false beliefs the farther they will descend into darkness Know that the mischief of those who assail God's people will return upon their own heads. Amen. Amen. God, we're living in the day now of the 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 wicked being ensnared by their own traps wicked or being ensnared by their own traps. There was a uh, I want you to, we're going to go over to 2 Kings 6. Miss, uh, uh, Sister Tanya, how much time darling? (gasps) I could do a lot in 20 minutes. But uh, the Montana election was something that the Lord showed me was a a, um, move of of God's to show, to demonstrate how he's moving to help his people, okay? How he's moving to help his people. The man who was running the Republican, Greg Gianforte, uh, I have his his, uh, Wikipedia biography here. He ran for the, the seat was vacated when Ryan Zinke was promoted to Secretary of the Interior. Uh, by President Trump. So this was a vacated seat, so they had to have a special election for it. Rob Crist, who is his Democratic opponent, uh, is about 73 years of age. He is a songwriter and a singer. His most um, recent uh, thing that he was in the news for, he goes to nudist camps with his daughter to entertain at nudist colonies. he's running for public office see people aren't upset about that you got me so with your own daughter and you're standing there with no clothes on and you're entertaining you got me so the day the night before the election gian forte the republican is accused of assaulting a reporter Ben Jacobs. Jacobs uh, supposedly uh, was too aggressive with him and he just got sick of it and slammed him. Okay. Who is this man, forte? He is the he co-founded his own technology company called Brightwork Development. That company was sold for $10 million in 1994. So he was a 10 millionaire um, in that year. It was sold to McAfee software you know mcafee well that man's crazy himself but they sold all the software uh really to protect computers for the longest time so he was a multi-billionaire he moved to montana he does still have a technology uh company but what he does he's a member of a board member of FICO and chair of a board of Petra Academy in Bozeman, Montana, a Christian school. He is also, uh, there's a lot of stuff here I don't want to read. Let me just read you what he does as a Christian. Uh Christian always overrides whatever political party that you're in. You understand me? You don't look at any of that stuff, but you look at what he does. Um, okay. Sorry about that. He opposes abortion. He believes that abortion should be prohibited when the uh, except when the woman's life is in danger. He favors removing federal funds from Planned Parenthood. The Gianforte Family Foundation was founded to pursue his creationist beliefs in the public sphere, sphere to protect the unborn. The foundation has been part of the anti-abortion campaigns. He has outlined his position on retirement by using the biblical example of Noah. He said there's nothing in the Bible that talks about retirement and yet it's been accepted concept in our culture today. Nowhere does it say, "Well, he was a good and faithful servant, so he went to the beach." So <laughs> so he's a he's a, a very outspoken proponent and uses the Bible. He is a creationist. He expressed support for elements of creationism. The GN40 Family Foundation do- donated a T-Rex skeleton replica to the Creationist Museum in Montana. So he's got a creation. Remember the one we got in Kentucky down here, how they protested against everything those people did? So they do the same thing with him. He, is, uh, <coughs> he opposed efforts to settle refugees in Montana. Man. He supported the hiring freeze, Trump's hiring freeze uh, that's been lifted. It was just temporary. Uh, and he supported Trump's executive order to temporarily ban immigration from seven predominantly Muslim countries. Amen. Amen. Man. So this is who this person is. Little did the devil know that in Montana, oh, he opposes sanctuary cities. He supports repeal of Obamacare. He opposes same-sex marriage. He has stated that he supports government enforcement of non-discrimination for workers, but not for customers. He has donated to the Family Research Council, which is supports focus on the family. He is uh, he advocates a constitutional amendment prohibiting same-sex marriage. And the Montana Family Foundation, which is the state's primary advocate against LGBT policies. He opposes the legalization of marijuana. The the GN Forte Family Foundation, yeah, Chuck. I bind you and you, you leave Chuck alone. <laughs> He's made tens of millions of dollars in charitable contributions. Describes this it as its primary mission to support the work of faith based organizations engaged in outreach work, strengthening families, and helping the needy. Amen. Amen. Organizations in Montana that work to improve education, support entrepreneurship, create jobs, just normal life he supports. Family Foundation has given nearly $900,000 to the Montana Family Foundation in some years making up half of their total contributions. So you think the devil don't want to stop him? So what, what the enemy did was set him up to hopefully not get elected. The night before the election, the enemy uh, prompted him to assault this reporter. They say the assault reporter was very aggressive. He had a microphone up in his face. We wonder which one was assault because if you threaten somebody, amen. But anywho, misdemeanor assault. Uh, And we said this is the time of the stealth of God, right? Well, little did the devil know that before the election, over 60% of the ballots were mail-in
1: ballots.
0: (laughs) So if you're going to stop somebody, you don't do it tonight before the election, stupid devil. Did we not say God would confound the wisdom of the so-called wise? (laughs) Amen. So he was elected. So now somebody sitting in Washington who is pro-marriage between men and women, anti GO Amen. Amen. So that's what the stealth of God means. God's moving in ways that we don't know and we cannot predict. Amen. He's also moving prophetically because... We all know that President Trump has been to, he's been on a world tour and spent a lot of time talking with um, Arab and Middle Eastern leaders, world leaders, getting commitments to fight ISIS, to fight terrorism Um, on, uh, I think it was, what day was it, on the 25th of May supposedly during the ramadan holiday there was a bus that was carrying christians to one of their their uh, places of worship and it was hijacked by terrorists they killed 26 christians on that bus Um, the president of egypt um, sent planes to libya they know where all these people are folks they just haven't been doing anything about it. Let me tell you the problem that we have in leadership throughout the world. One of the reasons we have poor leadership is because of the legalization of abortion. The The Bible says every child that opens the matrix of the womb belongs to God. So the firstborn of Every human being, I don't care if you saved or not, God has a special claim on them. Firstborn were always given the, the bulk of a family inheritance in the nation of Israel and throughout the Middle East. There's a lot of investment made in the firstborn of every family. Why? Because that's where most of the leadership qualities are. When you kill the firstborn, you kill the strength, you kill the leadership, you kill everything and so that's why we have such wimpy wishy-washy so-called leaders in this world amen and so god knows this so he searches for leaders he puts stuff in people that he knows will make them unwavering amen that will cause them to bow when they go to people and and have you know have them promote what god wants them promote when he wants them to promote it that's all god's looking for somebody he can use folks i don't care what sex you are what what whatever you are what color you are god is looking for people who will speak his word do the right thing protect humanity protect the unborn protect the innocent And stand up for Christians who are being murdered around the world. Now, I don't know how you feel about them ambushing Christians, but it ticks me off. And I'm glad somebody's willing to go over there and bomb them people back because they got no business killing anybody. People don't belong to each other. They belong to God. So, what God is up to in this age. Okay, 2 Kings chapter 6. Why don't we go there? 2
1: Kings 6. If
0: I could ever get there, I'll get there. Mm -hmm. 2 Kings chapter 6. in in uh, verse 1 now we'll do verse 8 I don't have to, have to go that far now the king of Aram was at war with Israel after conferring with his officers he says I will set up my camp in such and such a place so here we have a private conversation strategizing of the um king of Aram who is fighting the Israelis and he wants to surprise them with a surprise attack kind of like they did with the Christians in the bus that were just going to worship and he says here I will set up my camp in such and such a place verse 9 the man of God sent word to the king of Israel he said beware of passing that place because the Arameans are going down there so the king of israel checked on the place indicated by the man of god time and again if god does something once he will do it again it's a pattern with god if it's working he continues to work it amen so this is god's strategy against them this is the stealth of god He does things after the counsel of his own will, and he does things in order to confound the wise, protect the innocent, and vindicate the righteous, his people. If we belong to God, do you think God put us here so we can be killed by anybody who wants to kill us or have money stolen from us, have our property taken, be sued, and have our businesses shut down because we don't want to put two men on a cake? Go to Sam's and get your own cake and stick two men dolls up there if you want a doll cake, but don't come here looking for one. I don't have to participate. What do you care enough about that you don't compromise with the world? But like you gotta do what you got. No, you don't. You don't tell people what's in their conscience. They have to answer to God for their own conscience can't answer for somebody else it's a little compromising self always gotta always got a reason to go the devil's way trying to keep you from going to hell are you kidding me they'll have us all getting transgender operations pretty soon well that's coming next you don't think they can get a team of psychiatrists under nationalized health care to say that you ain't satisfied in your body? Oh, really? You think that won't happen? Look at what's happening now. Huh? Yeah. Oh, we have a panel of psychiatrists and your child is not happy because they're supposed to really be a man and they're a woman. hmm That's what Hitler done. He did experiments. We're living in that day and age, folks. You keep taking the control away from yourself with your own seed and your own household and your own family. Huh? Oh, yeah. How many minutes I got, Miss Tanya? Oh, Tanya, what do you do this to, me, Tanya, darling. Okay, we better go for it. So this is the stealth of God. Huh? So so the king now, he's mad at his own people. He said, We got a snitch in here, we got a traitor. We got leaks. Hmm? We got leaks in the intelligence here. And he says, This enraged the king, verse eleven. He summoned his officers and said, Tell me which of us is on the side of the king of Israel? And there's somebody who got another leak somebody leaked from someplace else he says none of us my lord the king and this might have been the spirit of God speaking through this man said one of his officials but Elisha the prophet who is in Israel tells the king of Israel your very words as you speak in the bedroom huh? see when God was God wants to find out information he'll get it from anywhere he'll find out what you're doing what you' saying the bible says don't curse the king even in your bedchamber because a little birdie will go tell on it tell all the tall all the time kids wonder how their parents know everything they doing huh right this is how so the king said go out go find out where he is so i can send the captain and the men to get him report came back he's in dothan so the king sent him down there It says, when the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots surrounded the city, and it was just the two of them. He said, oh, no, my Lord, what shall we do? And the man of God said, don't be afraid. See, that's who God's looking for. That's how he uses certain people. All the wimps in the world cannot stand against a person who is not afraid. Amen that's all he's looking for is somebody who ain't scared If he can get the fear out of all of us he'd do it but he knows he can only get it out of certain people huh i don't care what you say about trump he ain't scared of nobody i've never seen him back down to nothing <laughs> you don't think god can use people like that use him better than somebody who's bowing to all these arabs everywhere Instead of telling them telling them what to do, they telling him what to do all the time. And he says, "Don't be afraid. Can't you see? Can't you see, Christian? Those who are with us are more than those who are with the devil. The devil's people are always outnumbered." And he. Elisha prayed this prayer, and this is my prayer for the body of Christ. Lord, open their eyes so that they may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked, and he saw this. He saw those who thought they were trapping them getting entrapped. They just ran into God's trap. That's all. They thought they were going to confront the man of God and kill him and his servant. I got news for you. You just fell into God's trap. God always has the devil entrapped. And he says he looked around and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Prophets who are obedient have that protection. He says as the enemy came down toward him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said strike him with blindness. So he struck them with blindness as Elisha asked. Elisha told them this is not the road. and this is not the city follow me and i'll lead you to where you look you know blind people will follow anybody who offers to help them Uh uh-huh so this is how he got them all he just said lord get them subdued, so that i can get rid of them and get them where i want them to be and that's what god's doing in this hour folks all the people who thought they could kill babies in this country forever they are being struck with blindness they don't know what hit them i'm telling you that last election, that was a move of God. You don't have to agree with me because I know what it was. You got me? I understand what's going on. You can think God's in it or you can think God's not here. But, honey, God watches everything everybody does. And he keeps up with everything. And he is having, God is having his day and having his way with the people in this earth. Amen. Why don't we stop? Father, we thank you.